0: Noah Hills you can find me on Twitter at no more parties and this is the hero RB show on the campus DeCanton podcast feed Braylon Allen was a four-star linebacker in the recruiting class of 2021 who had offers from nearly every non-Ohio State powerhouse in the Big Ten as well as from Notre Dame and Florida State he ended up committing to Wisconsin and he was dominant there as a freshman last season he posted a 32.5% Dominator rating, which is in the 95th percentile for first-year college football players, on a 9-4 Wisconsin team that, according to Bill Connolly's s Plus rating system, was of 77th percentile quality relative to the teams of eventual NFL running backs. He ran for 1,268 yards, which was number 3 in the Big Ten behind only Kenneth Walker and Hassan Haskins, and which was number 1 in the country among freshmen. He added 12 touchdowns on the ground. Allen was born on January 20th, 2004, which means his year one breakout was posted as a 17-year-old, giving him the only 17-year-old breakout season in my entire running back database outside of Jamal Williams' freshman year at BYU. Given the Dominator rating he posted and given the S&P Plus rating of Wisconsin last season, the freshman seasons most similar to Braylon Allen's 2021 belong to Samajé Pirine, Jaquiz Rogers, Mike Hart, Darren McFadden, Marcus Lattimore, and Jonathan Taylor. From a skill set point of view, Allen is fairly one-dimensional at this point in his development. He had only 8 receptions last year on a 4.3% target share, which is in the 9th percentile. He was used fairly basically on the targets he did receive as he was split out wider in the slot only 3.5% of the time, which is in the 15th percentile, though he was targeted on average in front of the line of scrimmage with an 8 out of 0.4. He only cut two thirds of his 12 targets, giving him a 13th percentile catch rate and was not efficient overall. His yards per reception mark of 4.9 is in the second percentile. His 3.3 yards per target mark is in the fifth percentile. And oftentimes with these big dudes who run the ball well, you see them have low receiving volume, but efficiency that is fueled by quality yak numbers. Braylon Allen doesn't even have that. He averaged 4.6 yards after the catch per reception which is in the first percentile. He was not efficient, he was not heavily involved, and he was not even impressing as a ball carrier after receiving passes. His comps using all of those metrics just as a receiver are Jonathan Williams, Jordan Ellis, Michael Cox, Raquel Armstead, and Benny Snell. As a runner, he was incredibly dynamic. I like to contextualize rushing performance using a few metrics, the first being volume. Raylan Allen received 186 carries last season, which is in the 71st percentile for single seasons among eventual NFL running backs. And I also like to contextualize rushing efficiency using the efficiency of the other players operating within the same offensive environment as a given player. If you're averaging 7 yards per carry at Michigan State, you have an incredibly high raw yards per carry number, but if the collective other running backs on the team are averaging 7.3, you're not providing value above and beyond what other players in the offense are contributing. So. I like to compare the efficiency of a given player to the output of the other guys at his position on the team, which begs the question of how talented are those teammates. And Braylon Allen's teammates at Wisconsin last season were fairly mediocre. They averaged 2.73 stars as high school recruits, which is in the 29th percentile among teammates of eventual NFL running backs. But his road to efficiency was significantly tougher than theirs. The average box count that Braylon Allen saw was 0.4 defenders heavier than the average box count seen by the collective other backs at Wisconsin, which is a relative box count in the 97th percentile. He was playing almost exclusively on rushing downs and teams were stacking the box against him to a greater degree than almost any other player in my database. Given the volume he saw, given the running backs he was playing with. We would expect an nfl quality player given historical data in his situation to average 0.61 yards per carry greater than the other running backs on the team allen averaged 1.88 yards per carry greater than the other running backs on the team which is in the 92nd percentile his 10 yard run rate was 5.4 percent higher than those guys 86th percentile and i've developed a metric called box adjusted efficiency rating which contextualizes team relative rushing performance With the box counts that a player is seeing. So, what it does is it looks at team relative yards per carry against each box count, and then using a weighted average, given the amount of carries you had against each box count, then produces a percentage that indicates to what degree a player is either outperforming or being outperformed by his teammates. Anything above 100% indicates that you are outproducing your teammates, anything below 100% indicates that they're outproducing you. Braylon Allen's box adjusted efficiency rating as a 17 year old freshman in 2021 was 161.4%, which is in the 96th percentile. Basically what that means is the average carry for Braylon Allen, given the box counts he saw, was worth 61% more than the average carry from any other running back on the team. His relative success rate, which contextualizes rushing performance in the same way that box adjusted efficiency rating does. But instead of looking at an average, looks at a binary success failure on each rushing attempt, given whether or not it gained a requisite amount of yards given down a distance. And so it's more a measure of consistency, not what your average yards per carry is, but what percentage of your carries are succeeding. His relative success rate was 7.9% higher than his teammates in the 88th percentile. His ancillary metrics are also good. He forced 0.24 missed tackles per attempt, which is in the 67th percentile per pro football focus, and his breakaway conversion rate, which just looks at his performance in the open field by measuring how often he's converting his 10-yard runs into breakaway runs of 20 yards or more, he did that at a 43.8% clip, which is in the 95th percentile. Based on his physical profile and based on these rushing efficiency metrics and based on his volume... The peer runner comps for Braylon Allen are Tyler Algier, Alex Collins, Royce Freeman, Ronnie Brown, Beanie Wells, and Jordan Howard. I just kind of alluded to his physical profile, so let's dive into that. He's currently listed at six foot two and two hundred and thirty-eight pounds. That's very tall. That's very heavy. That's ninetieth percentile size for an NFL running back, and he just turned eighteen. There are reports of four six-two in the forty which would be a 32nd percentile time at the NFL Combine. And our guy at Solving Football on Twitter has him tracked at 20.8 miles per hour on a run in high school and 20.7 miles per hour on a run last year in college, which generally translates to sub-455 speed in the 40-yard dash. He posted a 35-inch vertical as a high school player, a 10-foot broad jump, which are numbers in the 51st and 49th percentiles. They would produce a burst score in the 51st percentile. Again, those were done when he was in high school. And based on historical weight gain patterns of eventual NFL running backs, I project that Braylon Allen will be six foot one and a quarter inch and 230 pounds at his eventual combine or pro day weigh-in, and we'll kind of split the difference on you know 40 projections and say he runs a four-five-three. Given those explosiveness numbers, given those speed numbers, given that projected size, some potential athletic comps for him are Jalen Samuels, Royce Freeman, Lorenzo Taliaferro, and Buck Allen. The bottom line for this guy is he is absolutely huge 6'2 238 as an 18 year old as a 17 year old is absolutely massive it's massive for an nfl running back and he's two years away from that at least at this point i also know that he's a workout warrior you know based on historical weight gain patterns i project him to be 230 pounds at his combine i think there's a decent chance that he's heavier than that given that he's you know obsessed with getting in the weight room He's, you know, calling out Saquon Barkley. He's calling out AJ Dillon on Twitter to, you know, compete in squat competitions and things like that. There's a chance this guy gets above 245. There's a, there's a chance he approaches 250 by the time he's an NFL guy. I think there's a large range of what he could look like as an NFL prospect. Either way, he's going to be big. If he's 230 pounds, he's big. If he's 238 pounds, he's big. If he's 245 pounds, he's big. He's a big dude. He's a raw, natural talent. He was a defensive back in high school, recruited as a defensive back, linebacker, ended up playing running back, and was incredibly efficient, incredibly dominant, but he has no receiving chops to speak of at this point in his development. He was not involved in the offense as a pass catcher. He was not efficient on the few times he was thrown the ball, and he wasn't even contributing after the catch when he was thrown the ball. I know that there's reports of him online wanting to add that element to his game this offseason. It's something he's been working on. And so there's a chance that he, you know, he does add that element to his game. But at this point, we can't make that assumption. I think he's somewhere on the Royce Freeman, Deontay Foreman, A.J. Dillon spectrum with other guys kind of on that continuum being, you know, Samajé Piran on the low end, Jamal Lewis on the high end. My favorite comp for him personally is Beanie Wells, a guy who was like 235 pounds when, when he entered the NFL, ran low four fives was dominant at Ohio State, very efficient at Ohio State, not a pass catcher at all. Braylon Allen's eight receptions in 2021 would actually represent more than half of Beanie Wells' career reception totals at Ohio State. I think that's a decent comp. Right now at campusdecanton.com, our ADP tool, slide that thing over to 100% Debbie, Braylon Allen is the RB5, which I think is pretty appropriate, but he's a guy I want to wait a year on. I just want to see it one more time from a player who is absolutely massive, a quality raw athlete without much versatility to his game. I don't necessarily need him to add that receiving element to his game as a second-year player. I just want to see him repeat his productivity. I want to see him repeat his efficiency on the ground, not necessarily to the same degree that he just did as a freshman because that's an incredibly high bar, but just be a good player again, be a high-level talent again, and then I'm fully in. RB5 is appropriate, I don't know that there's too much room to like go up, and so I don't think you lose much by waiting for him to prove it again. And if he does add that receiving element to his game, then he could vault himself up even higher, and there is a value jump. If he becomes a three-down player, you know, Jonathan Taylor was also not very involved as a receiver his first year at Wisconsin. If he's able to add that element to his game, then the value is going to jump, but that will be appropriate there will be a reason to invest higher in a guy who's not just a two-down pounder anymore. So I want to see it again, but as of now, he's huge, incredibly efficient, incredibly productive, RB5, Raylan Allen is a beast.